Greetings. You have entered Lorraine Lou's cave. Deep in the ground, the universal unconscious lies waiting to expose its secrets. The cave has, from the inception of humankind, enticed, mesmerized. It has been protective shelter, spiritual temple, keeper of sacred images, rituals, and lastly, burial chamber. of this podcast is the role dreams play in shaping character and providing guidance. Carl Gustav Jung, born 1875, died 1960, who has had an influence on Lorraine Lou's understanding of dreams and their significance in one's life, is the true father of dream interpretation. He believed in the existence of the unconscious, However, he did not see the unconscious as animalistic, instinctual, or sexual as Freud did. He saw it as more spiritual. The theory that part of oneself is unconscious, a hidden component working to speak, so to speak, without one's knowledge or consent indicates a sort of battle within self for authority, or as the church would have it, between good and evil. According to Jung, dreams are a way of communicating and acquainting oneself with the unconscious. They are not attempts to conceal one true feeling from the waking mind, but rather they are a window to the unconscious. They serve to guide the waking self to achieve wholeness and offer a solution to a problem one is facing in waking life. Jung is wrong. There is no unconscious working within a person, as there is no sinful, lecherous id, as Freud would have it. Where one's unconscious dreams would communicate in one's own language. Rather, dreams like poems speak in symbols, and they may use puns, play on words, and simile to communicate. The dream's obvious content is just as significant and revealing as its veiled content. Different types of dreams come from different levels of experience. Traumatic dreams from past stressful situations. Extrasensory dreams where communication with another, deceased or alive, occurs. And prophetic dreams that foretell of future events. The meaning of dreams is a personal communication and it is solely up to the individual to interpret Whatever interpretation feels right is most significant and more important than what someone else thinks or believes. What is this entity that brings forth images that reveal something about self, about relationships with others, situations in one's waking life, dreams that guide one's personal growth and work towards achieving one's potential? It is the same force that guides the tree. In spite of seasonal challenges, rocky soil, and human abuse to unveil its gorgeous crown. In his research, Jung discovered that some symbols were universal and would appear equally well in the dream of an aboriginal hunter or a Wall Street trader. 
But who or what is this entity that seems to know everything about oneself and even about the human race? The theory of the unconscious is one man's personal myth to explain the significance of dreams. For Laurent Liu, it is the spirit, the energy that pervades this whole cosmos. It is that which is encountered in the transcendental moments of our life, the all-knowing presence of life. in college, Lorraine became disillusioned. All of it held no interest. She could not see herself committing to any field of endeavor, especially psychology, which was her major study track. She was being taught about the human experience by studying rats in cages. Humans, according to B.F. Skinner, was, were solely motivated by recompense. Press the bar and get your pellet. One was taught to memorize long lists of terms, meaningless jargon, hollow. Were other fields any better? They were not. It was not true to human experience. She could never fit herself into this conventional box of a life, and worse, promoting it to others. She had also at this time ended her first intense love affair. Lorraine decided to consult a psychologist she knew who had once treated her ex-husband. The man had training in union psychology. Big guy, uncomfortably awkward if they met outside the therapy sessions. Let's call him Max. On their first visit, he asked if she would bring him a dream for their next session. Lorraine, who was a prolific dreamer, could not produce a dream. Blocked. Week after week, she appeared at his office, empty-handed. Eventually, she was able to remember her dreams, and Max set about deciphering them. He seemed to have a fixation on sex, and his interpretations bordered on the lurid. One day, she discovered that a situation she had confided during one of their sessions a flirtation she was having with an attorney who worked in the same building as the therapist. Max went and told the attorney's wife about it. It was an outrageous betrayal of confidence, and when she confronted him with the, his breach of ethics, he denied it. Lorraine stormed out of his office, never to return. She was now alone with her inability to find meaning in life to find a reason to go on with her everyday routine. She had nothing. She had no one. There was nothing to hold on to. How could she possibly go on? Then she thought of the dreams. She had no idea what they meant, but there was a clue there somewhere. She kept writing her dreams. This went on for six months. Then one day, sitting in the faculty lounge, having a late lunch, the only one in the room, she opened her dream book, and the light came on. She understood the dream's method of communication. There were even explanations for the recurring numbers and that came up in her dreams, whether one was sitting to the left or right of someone. The twinning phenomena. She spent the rest of the afternoon reading dream after dream. She was not alone. The force, this energy, which chose to comment on, on her life, her doings, was shaping her like it had done to the trees in the school commons. 
She was not failing at life, rather she was taking an uncharted course, but it was her life, and she had to respect her ideas and commit herself to them. She would not be the rat in its skinner box, doing its little dance and furiously banging away at the pedal, hoping for a pellet to drop down the chute. A few directives on how dreams speak to us. The reason why you are the one best qualified to interpret your dreams is because the dream scours your mind for symbols that you are familiar with to communicate with you. If you don't like mac and cheese, the dream might use that as a symbol to inform you that what you are seeking to nourish your spirit with is not appetizing. It may be good for you, but you can seek more appealing choices. The dream is not interested in other than you. What concerns you? Everything in the dream is some aspect of yourself, from the blue sky to the crumbs on the breakfast table. They are symbols that need to be interpreted. The outside world and its doings does not figure in unless it is connected to your well-being. If, for instance, you dream of your friend Betty, be aware that she is not the focus of the dream. Some aspect of your relationship with Betty needs to be examined, and which is undoubtedly carried over to other aspects of your life. It could be a number of things, but it is not specifically about Betty. Example, Lorraine had a dream about a friend that was sitting with others chatting, the friend sitting back in his easy chair while she leaned forward as she spoke. It was a message indicating that Lorraine, unlike her relaxed friend, was straining too much in the relationship. She needed to sit back and examine the situation more closely. If one dreams of a person of one's past, not only the relationship needs to be considered, but what was happening at that time period that affected you. This does not apply to extrasensory and predictive dreams where a person appears to oneself and brings a message of warning, pointing to a direction or simply words of sympathy and support. Such dreams do not need interpretation. They should be taken at face value. Then there are the, the nightmares of those who have suffered overwhelming trauma. Psychological trauma is a wound, a serious wound, that is not easily healed. It may take years, or like physical wounds, may become infected and bring an end to one's life. In presenting the nightmare situation over and over, the dream is forcing one to come to terms with what has transpired. It seeks to cauterize the wound. Not always possible if the wound is too deep. Dreams about the earth, rivers, trees, ocean, animals, stones, minerals, etc. speak on a more basic level of existence. Rivers that flow and carry us to, to or away from present circumstances. Animals, birds, their characteristics, their hunting, mating, territorial proclivities all come into play when analyzing a dream's content. There are other dreams that seem to address humankind as a whole. What Jung spoke of as universal symbols 
that appear to all people from all times since recorded history. The dream is one's ally in life. Much like psychoactive plants, they lead one to a parallel world in which we are active participants. A very real world. But this is a topic for another podcast. Thanks for listening. You're welcome to visit my website, lovingloo.com, where you can leave feedback in the journal page. <laughs>